Good afternoon, Eastern Washington and fellow Patriots. This is Matt Shea, and welcome to Patriot Radio, broadcasting live from deep inside the heart of the future Liberty State, brought to you once again by On Fire Ministries, SpokaneOnFire.Church, SpokaneOnFire.com. And if you don't know what it means to be at On Fire Ministries, the last two weeks have been off the hook. It's been amazing what God has been doing. We have had revival in in the youth, in the young adults. There was revival just days straight into Sunday. 50 baptisms in a week. It's been absolutely incredible. And this isn't just happening here at On Fire Ministries. It's happening around the country and around Spokane, Washington. So if you have a testimony about what's happening in your church, contact Travis here. And you can just easily email Patriot Radio at SpokaneOnFire.Church. Patriot Radio at SpokaneOnFire.Church. Send Travis your testimony or put it in the comments on your favorite social media site underneath this show. And, and tell about what's happening in your area. And I'd love to read some of those on the next show about just the move of God that is everywhere right now. And... Behind me, you could see uh, images from the Asbury Revival, the old one. And the great thing about what's happening today is it's not, again, localized in one place. It's all over right now. And uh, this move of God is absolutely incredible. Special shout out to Bear Paw Ministries and also to Bethel Worship, who were here on Friday and Saturday. Absolutely amazing. Uh, many uh, people giving their lives to Jesus Christ. Uh, people set free, people healed. Absolutely incredible. And in fact, I'm going to address right now something after I, I go through the rest of this spiritually, because a lot of people have been asking this question, and I want to I want to answer this question um, and and really kind of break through the religious paradigms and the kind of kind of tradition that has held so many people in bondage. Because they they don't understand the way uh, that the demonic realm tries to attack and tries to corrupt, and so if you don't get that, then then you miss a whole bunch. But as you know, this show is done in the legacy of Doctor Stan Monteith, bringing you the story behind the story and the news behind the news. And so we try to be out front of everything and have the most interesting guests, some of whom bring a, a perspective that isn't clouded or filtered uh, by any institute that they belong to or anything like that, but raw, unbiased, objective discussion. Now, when I say unbiased, we all have biases, but what I'm talking about is we're not biased against America here. We're not biased against all of the things that have made this country great. We love those things. We embrace those things and we bring those things forward. So right now in this time, if Dr. Stan Monteith was alive, he'd be asking a few questions like, where did this come from? What is the conspiracy that's behind this? And I just want to highlight, if you've never heard this on the show before, it's not about right or left, it's about right and wrong. The grand satanic conspiracy is what's trying to bring America down. 
And I, I'm going to make this statement out there. Uh, there is a particular gospel that is preached, and it's not the gospel of the kingdom. It's the poverty gospel. And every tyrant, Satan included, wants you to believe it so they can control you. But the gospel of the kingdom says that along with freedom, just like as the Israelites came out of Egypt and they followed the pillar of fire by night and they followed the cloud by day, just like they came out of Egypt, God's provision literally walked with them. And so when we follow the Lord, he is the God who provides. And it is tyrants who will always try to say, no, you must be poor. You must allow yourself to have your substance eaten out by a myriad of officers. What we know today is bureaucrats. By the way, that was a quote from the Declaration of Independence. Tyrants always say that stuff. We need to preach the gospel of the kingdom. That the God who provides is our God. And he is still providing even to this day. Now, as I always say, our hope is not in man. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. But we can't end in prayer. We must also move to action. And as we move to action and we preach this gospel of the kingdom, this year the Lord has highlighted this verse, Zechariah 2, chapter 5. I'm sorry, Zechariah chapter 2, sorry, verse 5. But I declare as the Lord will be a wall of fire to her on all sides, and I will be the glory in her midst. He is always protecting us. He is always wanting to be with us. And his presence is here. And We're seeing the glory of God fall in many, many different places, like I said at the beginning of the show, but particularly here in Spokane, Washington. In fact, just last week, and, and, and on Thursday, we're going to highlight a couple of these prophetic words that were spoken out about Spokane, Washington, just recently that the fire of God was going to fall in Spokane, Washington, and that is exactly what happened. Um, as recent as last Wednesday, which is when kind of everything began to take off in earnest, um, I'm, I am really, really um, excited about not just the move of God, but that this is just the start. This is the extra, extra virgin olive oil, if you will. This is the first pressing that is unfiltered, and it's a great place to be, but this is just the start. Uh, this is going to increase. This is going to build throughout the year. This is not going anywhere. And because we, I think, we all have been expecting this, have been really hungry for God, that we will get as much or as little as we want of revival and awakening. We are in a position where we can just keep going if we want to keep going. Like Holy Spirit's not fragile. He's not going to just run away or something like that. We can actually receive and keep going. And so uh, some of the young adults here at On Fire Ministries are looking at doing just that. So if you're interested in that, also message Travis here 
on the show. Um, what does that look like as the Holy Spirit leads? Worship, prayer, transformation. Now, I want to talk about something that is very important to understand this. Now, a lot of people have been asking recently about how can a Christian have a demon? And I want to talk about this, just hit this straight on right now. First of all, it's bad Greek and bad theology and a bad uh, definition to just say, how can a Christian have a demon? Okay, what do you mean by have? What does it say in the scripture? Daimonizo, in the scripture, has no property ownership connotation. Let me talk about what I mean. Most people, when they say, how can a Christian have a demon? They mean, how can a Christian be possessed by a demon? But that's not what the Bible says in the original Greek. Daimonizo means to influence. There is no property right ownership connotation in the Greek in that word. It means demonic influence or demonized. And I, I hear some people that, you know, and God bless them, but they just have it completely wrong. And, and they run into a problem theologically when they run into a manifestation of the demonic. What do I do about it? Where do we go? This person's a Christian. They shouldn't be doing that. Well, that that shouldn't be the, uh, the right response. The right response is, God, what do you want me to do about it? So in our humanity, we have our spirit. Then we have our soul, which is composed of our mind, of our will, of our identity, and our emotion. Then beyond that, we have our body or our flesh. And then beyond that, we have our social interactions, which are composed of our personal relationship and our finances. This is why Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your spirit, with all your mind, and with all your soul. Now, those two Greek words there for mind and soul encompass the four things I just told you. Mind or reason, emotion, identity, and will. And then he says, and with all your strength, that's your body, and love your neighbor, that's your personal relationships, as yourself. And then a little bit down in the in the passage, the question is asked, do we pay taxes to Caesar? So our financial interaction is a huge piece of our eight aspects of our humanity, which is what I just listed. Now, when we are saved, salvation... Our spirit, the temple of the Holy Spirit, it comes together. So our spirit is given to Jesus. Holy Spirit occupies his temple. So the, so the Holy Spirit starts there and then works out. And as Travis, are you showing that uh, graphic right now? So some people can, can uh, see that. That would be super awesome. Um, so Holy Spirit works from the inside out. And the next part, our soul, is where sanctification takes place. And this is a process that lasts a lifetime where we bring our mindset into alignment with Jesus. We bring our will into alignment with Jesus. 
bring our emotions into alignment with Jesus. We bring our identity into alignment with Jesus. We're sons and daughters of God. But it's it's not just knowing it up here. True knowledge and the meaning of knowledge is truth understood and accepted. So we actually, we can understand it with our mind, but we actually accept it. So do we actually accept we're sons and daughters of God? So that's the sanctification part, bringing our soul into alignment with the Lord. It takes a lifetime. Then the third is glorification, and that is our body being glorified when we're in the presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So all, all of this fits together very perfectly. The demonic attacks from the outside in and eventually tries to get to a place where that person is possessed, is owned by Satan. This is where you get into intentional evil. People that are have sold their souls. People that are uh, into deep, horrific, satanic activity. Okay? When the demonic attacks from the outside in, that means the influence of the demonic starts by attacking our finances, our relationships, our bodies. And if you'll notice with COVID, that's exactly what happened. The enemy attacked outside in. Isolation attacked our economy, attacked our bodies coming outside in. Okay, so this is how the enemy attacks. So you can... Have the, and you do have the authority, Luke 10, 19, Jesus Christ gave us authority over all the power of the enemy to cast these things out, to get that influence out of our lives. Because as it, as it, the evil begins to get closer and closer to you, it'll begin to attack your mind. And I, I know that some Christians are demonized because I watch how they uh, they treat other Christians, um, the prophet beaters that I talked about last time, Mark 12, uh, verses 1 through 12, people that are inside the house of God that are beating the prophets don't have a prophet-beating ministry. They abuse people, and they think they're so smart, but none of us is as smart as we think we are. And it's a lie of the enemy that we are, that we can, through just our intellect, Understand God. Now, hear, hear me right now. This is really key. It is a lie of Satan that just by our intellect, we can understand God. God has given us emotions to help us understand him by. He's given a will. He's given us identity. He's given us even our physical bodies to help us understand him by because we're made in the image of God, our personal relationships. And if you have a spouse, right after you get married, you learn all the things you didn't know about yourself. And all of those things you didn't know about yourself helps you to understand the perfection of God and what he wants to change in your life. Our finances, Malachi chapter 3. When we give to the Lord and the Lord becomes the, the person that rebukes the enemy for us. And we learn about faith through finances. So all of these things help you understand very simply the enemy attacks from the outside in. Holy Spirit moves from the inside out. And so therefore a Christian can be demonized and influenced by a demon. And this is key because it says, take all your thoughts captive in the scripture. 
Why would you have to take them captive? Unless there was something trying to influence your thoughts. I want to give a couple examples of this very clearly in Scripture. Jesus Christ, Satan tried to influence Jesus. And if you actually read that Scripture, he was trying to influence the aspects of Jesus' humanity. And people don't understand that. They don't understand it at all. Literally at all. Uh, inside the church, they, they say, well, a Christian can't have a demon. Well, you're like, well, what does that mean? Define the term have. They can't really do that. And then you get into this where Jesus was the subject of an influence campaign by Satan. And he rejected it. And Satan had to leave. Another very good example of this is Peter. He said, get behind me, Satan. Peter was being influenced by the enemy. So demonization or demonic influence is a gigantic portion of what is known as deliverance ministry. Jesus said, go preach the gospel of the kingdom, heal the sick, deliver those who are oppressed by the demonic. And he did it. It was a huge portion of his ministry. Now, there's actually a movie coming out here, March 13th. We're going to have more information on that coming up. Uh, that is, uh, and it, it was created by uh, a couple friends of mine, one of whom is Vlad Savchuk, who is down in Hungry Generation, down in Pasco, Washington. Absolutely fantastic ministry. If you're down in that area, check out their church, visit them. But that movie is going to be released one time only, coming here up here on the 13th. We'll have more information on that on a future show. And it's all about the, the, the demons that have been hiding here in America, subtly, in many cases. One of the, the most profound examples of this, I believe, is the worship of the intellect. That people worship their intellect. They only try to understand God through their intellect. And because of that, they can become oppressed. So, we are in this time right now. God has equipped us in this time right now, not to take punches from the enemy. We're supposed to conquer and walk in victory. And that's what we need to be doing. But many Christians can't even get over the hurdle that a Christian can be under the influence of the demonic. And it it literally happens all the time. Now, I want to talk quickly about the worship of the intellect, and then we're going to get to the briefing. People in America worship their intellect and say that I can only understand God, I can only understand him through my intellect, through reading the word. And this issue actually was settled, and I'm sorry to break anybody's preconceived notions, but it was actually settled over a thousand years ago. Um, the Orthodox Church and the Catholic Church actually had a big schism over these issues. Gregory Palamas clearly articulated the following, that we should understand God through his word, absolutely. He's given us a mind for a reason. 
but that we should also have a relationship with him and an experience with him. And a relationship isn't just through our intellect. A relationship is personal. It involves our emotions, our will, our identity, our spirits. And we can truly know God through that, who he is, his character. And this is the huge, this is the huge divide today in America. The other part of this that I'll mention right now is the divide and the, and the kind of the lie, the, 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 the twist here is that I can't really have a personal relationship with him, an intimate relationship with him, that my mind is my intimacy. Well, try saying that to your wife or your husband. It's just not how relationship is built. Relationship is built through intimacy, emotional contact, physical touch. It's built through agreement in our wills. It's built through understanding who we are and seeing who we are and seeing the other person for who they are and putting yourself in their, in their shoes. And that's what builds love. That's what builds relationship. So, Today, some of you might be really struggling with this idea. And I I just ask you prayerfully, go before the Lord and ask to have an intimate, personal relationship with him. And to allow your experience with God to go beyond your intellect to a personal place. And now that brings us to your briefing. Today on the international front, a bunch of things happening. Okay, first of all, Iranian warships docked in Brazil. They're next headed to very likely, according to several sources, open source intelligence on Twitter has this and I reposted it, very likely heading to Venezuela. Which is interesting because just today, again, open source intelligence, um, Israel... Israeli Defense Minister uh, signed an order that reveals a gold smuggling operation between, you guessed it, right for it, Travis, are you ready? Iran and Venezuela. I wonder what's on those warships. I wonder if they might have some gold on there. Hmm. Uh, to fund terror activity, primarily by Hezbollah, terrorist organization. All right. We're not talking about Hamas in America. We're talking about Hezbollah. Also... Uh, per the document, dozens of kilograms of gold were smuggled from Venezuela to Iran on an Iranian air flight in May. Well, now you can only fit so much gold on an airplane, Travis, so therefore we got to use warships, apparently. All right. But, by the way, which means, which means, again, they're building up right now. Now, the interesting part about this is they will have to transit the Panama Canal. Iranian warships in the Panama Canal at a time when China is ramping up. That's fascinating. Now, the, the CIA director has said that President Xi has told his military leaders to be ready to invade Taiwan by 2027. I'm going to tell you, I think this is a red herring. I think it's a distraction. They're preparing now. And the reason we know that is because they're 
they're, they're setting up their economic system as a wartime economy, and they've been practicing this clandestinely by supplying Russia. Now that's out in the open. And again, shattering this entire notion that somehow Russia and China would have been separated. They never have been. It was always part of this. You can read these predictions by a former KGB strategist who defected to the West, Anatoly Galitsyn. And people have a hard time saying, I, one person texted us and said, well, yeah, that's the old KGB. No, no, it's not. It was their 50-year strategy. Anatoly Galitsyn was part of it, and all of his predictions are coming true. That China and Russia would come together at this specific time to try to take out the West. So let's keep that in perspective. All right. Also, um, along this line uh, from Open Source Intelligence, a European Union official told Reuters today that the European Parliament will ban Chinese app TikTok from staff phones for security reasons. Listen, if you're watching Patriot Radio and you still have TikTok on your phone, it is a Chinese intelligence gathering mechanism. Get it off your phone. But I can use it to spread the... Get it off your phone. There are plenty of other ways to do it. Spread the gospel of the kingdom. Plenty of other ways. Get it off your phone. Also, coming to us from open source intelligence. This is very interesting as well. NATO Secretary General... During a speech in Helsinki, he said today that he believes Ukraine will become a member of NATO eventually. I, I just want to highlight something here. I, again, wherever you're landing on this, listen to this. He said that NATO allies have agreed that Ukraine will become a member of our alliance. But at the same time, that is a long-term perspective. And he also said President Putin cannot continue to attack neighbors. This is the line in the sand right now. I mean, Putin's not going to accept Ukraine being a member of NATO. Ukraine can't accept key parts of its territory being taken by force. And I again, I don't care, you know, kind of. What some of these these folks in so-called conservative circles are saying about this. Go back and read Anatoly Galitsyn. Please go back and read New Lies for Old. Read the KGB strategy for the last 50 years. Also, Ukraine is a sovereign country, period. They have a right of self-defense, period. And, oh, by the way, the Budapest Memorandum obligated all the countries that were a part of that to defend Ukraine if Russia invaded. And that was in return for Ukraine giving up its nuclear weapons. So, again, I, I hear all these things going back and forth and Russia's secretly winning. And there's a and the same people who are saying trust the plan back in the day. Russia's not secretly winning. It's a year on. They've lost their entire army of tanks that they originally had. They're having to go into Cold War stockpiles. They're having to go to Belarus now for tanks. And they're getting absolutely slaughtered in the east. And not that the Ukrainians aren't suffering casualties. But to say that there's some secret conspiracy, I mean, it's just, go with the objective facts. Look at the satellite imagery. Look at the pictures. 
And do, just do the math. Russia right now was, was a peer conventionally with the United States. It is no longer. Now, yes, they still have nuclear weapons. I'm talking about conventionally. And it, it looks clear that what Joel skousen has been talking about now for years is, is coming to fruition that eventually China and Russia will attack the West with nuclear weapons, but it's probably not yet. So what happens next? Well, it looks like a broader war, which brings us now to open source intelligence with Moldova. Right now in Moldova, a couple of foreign agents, they aren't listing the country, got kicked out of Moldova for fomenting insurrection there. Well, Moldova and Transnistria particularly, Transnistria has been occupied by Russian forces. And the Russians have said they want from Transnistria all the way over to Russia, which means all of south, the southern part of Ukraine. So the Russians aren't going to stop until they have it. NATO is now making these declarations. So this very clearly looks like this is a an expansion and broader war and that Russia's winter offensive has failed and is is horrendously stalled right now because they're now in the mud season. So as the ground warms up there in eastern Ukraine, the mud season prevents travel for the next couple of months in any real uh, quick way. So we're going to keep watching this, but this just tells me right now that the Chinese may be delaying an invasion of Taiwan because they're looking at what's happening with Russia. Or maybe they're just waiting until... A little bit later in March. I don't know. Or maybe they're waiting for Iran to do something. I don't know. But we are experiencing wartime impacts on the global economy, on governmental structures. These governmental structures, I mean, they want one world government. They want one world economy. They want one world religion, as we've been talking about on previous shows. So as you watch this and and keep looking at it, change your perspective to, oh, no, ah, and change your perspective to, okay, what should I be doing in this time now? What opportunities are going to open up here to advance the kingdom of Jesus Christ and to advance freedom and restore freedom, even here in America, and watch Chinese communist networks exposed here in America? Also, Last last piece on the national front I want to mention. Per a uh, Wall Street Journal exclusive, a congressionally mandated, uh, mandated report on U.S. rapid re- withdrawal from Afghanistan will be released in the coming weeks. The report prepared by the Special Instructor or Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction claims that significant issues regarding planning and oversight partially led to the collapse of government in Afghanistan. I'm going to talk about this strategically and I'm going to talk about it tactically. Strategically... China gained rare earth minerals and an air base in the stands, okay? Tactically, there was only one main route from the north to the south that they drove to essentially drive the United States out. Why? This is the question, and this needs to be asked. And if anybody in in Congress watching Patriot Radio today doesn't ask this question, you're wrong. Ask this question, why were the United States Special Forces that were observing them coming straight down the middle of Afghanistan, 
Why were they given the order to stand down instead of taking out those columns with U.S. airstrikes? That's the question that needs to be asked. And the second question that needs to be asked is, was there some kind of secret agreement between Joe Biden and the Chinese in regards to Bagram Air Base and rare earth minerals? Those two questions. See what happens. (laughs) Travis, I suspect that uh, those would raise some eyebrows out there. All right. We, we have a special announcement on Thursday. Stay tuned. Um, got, got some events coming up here as well. Watch the Spokane on fire dot church page. Please take a look at the calendar there. We have just a whole bunch of things happening here in the next two months. And if you want to be a part of it, make sure to message us and also again, message us with your testimonies online. If you want to uh, join us, you can join us on Sundays, 10 a.m. right here, 115 East Pacific. And we'd love to have you, even if you're just visiting from out of town. Uh, we love all of you in Patriot Radio Land. And thank you so much for all the support. It's been absolutely amazing, especially the last few weeks. And that's the briefing. Remember, the antidote to dependency and socialism is to be a God-fearing, freedom-loving American. Thank you to everybody that is clicking like now and then sharing. Please make sure you do that. Don't. Think somebody's doing it for you. Click like and share on your favorite social media platform. Make sure that your friends and family are getting the right information and getting it in a timely fashion. And you can go to Podbean, Amazon, Spotify, iTunes. If you miss an episode, also a shout out to our truckers out there. We love you. Thank you for driving through all this horrible weather to keep food on our store shelves. You can also support two great causes, but I'm just going to highlight the first one today. IreadEpoch.com, uh, promo code Patriot Radio. IreadEpoch.com, promo code Patriot Radio. Epoch Times, one of the best sources for news today. And you get to support two great causes. All right, it's my pleasure to introduce, once again here on Patriot Radio, George Carneal, author of From Queer, uh, Queer to Christ. Also, I just want to, I just kind of want to honor him a little bit because it's, sometimes we breeze over this too fast, but he grew up in the 1970s, raised by a Southern Baptist minister in an ultra-conservative Bible Belt uh, family, and for years he struggled with his Christian faith and same-sex attraction. George shares in his book, The Painful Journey Through a Secular World at Odds with Homosexuality, in addition to a religious world that is hostile to homosexuals and how Jesus brought him through it all. George, it's great to have you back on Patriot Radio today. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing fine, Matt. Thanks for having me back. Wow. We, uh, man, we have so much to talk about right now. It's incredible. Real quick, give the listeners a little bit of an update on kind of what you're seeing here in the country. And, and then uh, we've got a couple of videos I want to get your reaction to as well. I would encourage the listeners to please find out what's going on in the school system. Talk to your children. They are being aggressive and pushing the children's porn books in the school system, as well as pushing this agenda and doing everything they can to destroy the family unit, to push pedophilia, to subvert and to destroy the minds of these children and to 
ultimately silence Christians and anyone who stands in opposition of this wicked agenda. Yes. So on that front, Travis, let's cue the video here. New law in Tennessee and its implications. Tennessee has now introduced legislation that would ban public drag performances and gender affirming care for transgender minors because there is nothing else going on in Tennessee that needs to be addressed by its state government. So they have time to do this. Here's what's in the bill introduced in the state Senate last November by state Senate Majority Leader Jack Johnson. Tennessee Senate Bill 3 seeks to amend an existing state law preventing, quote, adult-oriented businesses from operating within 1,000 feet of schools, public parks, or places of worship to include adult cabaret performances, which the legislation defines as performances that feature, quote, male or female impersonators who provide entertainment that appeals to a prurient interest, which is, of course, incredibly vague by design. They get to say what's prurient or not. They also get to decide what male or female impersonation is. So like if Hillary Clinton wears a pantsuit, that's a suit. Is she impersonating someone? What the hell does any of this mean? We know what it means. It's a culture war thing. It doesn't have to be logical. It doesn't have to be specific. They don't even have to enforce it necessarily. But passing it makes every one of these Republicans look good to some of the craziest people in the country. George, what's your reaction to that? Uh, he's a little snarky. I would say that the very thing they accuse the conservatives and Republicans are doing are they are the ones doing it. How anyone could support uh, an agenda that would absolutely destroy the minds of these children. I want people to understand that I lived with a drag queen. I know drag culture. It is not what is being presented in front of children. What it is doing is grooming them to think that this is okay and that it's normal. Because once they go into the homosexual lifestyle and they go to these adult um drag shows in these nightclubs. It's a very adult oriented show. Uh, usually there's might be some nudity, a lot of strong adult language. Of course, the drinking and the drugs, sex, the things that go on behind the stage that a lot of people aren't aware of. This is something that children should not be presented at such a small age at 18 when they are an adult what they want to do is between them and god but i feel that any parent who allows their child to to sit in front of these drag shows they should be arrested for child endangerment the drag performers should be arrested and anyone who is involved with it should be arrested as well this really is it's a perversion that is harming the children and we have to protect these children, and I applaud Tennessee for doing the right thing. If only all states would do this. Amen. And I'm going to read the, the definition of prurient because these guys get away with this kind of stuff, and they say, oh, it's vague, it's vague, and what if Hillary Clinton wore a pantsuit? Okay. Prurient means this, characterized by an in, inordinate interest in sex, arousing or appealing to an inordinate interest in sex and inordinately interested in matters of sex and lascivious behavior. So this, this, so this, this doesn't have to do with somebody wearing a pantsuit if they're a woman. This has to do with intentional, provocative, sexual behavior and dress in front of our children. So it's actually not very vague. It's very clear what they're talking about here. And by the way, that word has been used by the United States Supreme Court, which is why they, they used it and been upheld in law. So, George, I, I want you to tell the listeners a little bit and everybody watching online right now a little bit about what what is the drag culture really about? What does it mean? Kind of paint a picture 
Because I think a lot of people just gloss over this, but talk about what it is. Well, first of all, the Democrats always have sex on their mind. Everything is sex, sex, perversion. Uh, it's just filth and perversion. That's all they think about. You know, have they ever picked up a book and, and tried to enlighten their mind? Have they ever tried to listen to those of us who've come out of that culture who are exposing it for what it is, and especially Christians who support it, who consider themselves woke? It's the most ridiculous thing to support something that God absolutely abhors. And if he was OK with homosexuality, why is he pulling so many of us out of that life? And when it comes to the trans issue, God doesn't m- make mistakes when assigning gender. So to affirm this and to support a Democratic Party that pushes these policies, which suggest to God that you made the mistake when assigning this person's gender and we're going to correct it. I would hate to be you on Judgment Day. God doesn't make mistakes. But as far as the the drag shows are concerned, what drag queens do is they they really entertain. It is usually very filthy, uh, a very non-politically correct uh kind of verbiage and a performance being snarky, caustic, bitchy. Uh, I mean, they really, it's really a talent. I'm not knocking drag Queens. I'm just saying that in the drag community, uh, they, in the LGBT community, drag Queens are like rock stars, so to speak, the very good ones at least, but it is a very adult raunchy oriented show. Now, again, what someone does as an adult is between them and God, but to, to do this in front of children, what it's saying to them is this is normal. It's okay to discuss all of the perverted, filthy things that they are pushing in the school system. And what they are doing is grooming them to accept that this is okay. And at some point, when these kids get older and the older people like us die off, there's going to come a time in this country where things that God really frowned upon and considered an abomination will be normal to people. It's really just grooming a generation of kids who are not going to have a moral compass and who have had the lines blurred by this filth and this agenda. And the agenda behind the agenda really is to eventually push pedophilia and to legalize everything that God condemns and to silence everyone who disagrees or who opposes it uh, to criminalize those individuals and have them arrested. It's a very slippery slope, but what the LGBT activists and the liberal theologians and Hollywood and media, what they do is they sanitize it and they tell the culture or tell the American people that if we don't affirm this, the LGBT individuals are going to kill themselves. And it's all a big guilt trip and it's a bunch of crap. And I'm going to tell you why, because if you look in Europe where the countries are so, liberal and they affirm the LGBT agenda. If you look at the suicide stats for those individuals that gays and lesbians versus the transgender, they are just as high and comparable to those in the U S this has to nothing to do with people not supporting the agenda. It has to do with a lifestyle that is very destructive and where you cannot find any peace. And they're certainly never going to find peace doing something that God is clear that it is an abomination. That's why I couldn't get any peace in that life. And I spent 25 years in that life and I lived that life and, the gay men will accuse me of being a self-loathing homosexual. No, it is self-loathing to stay in a life of bondage. It was freedom for me to walk out of that life and give my life to Christ. There is hope in getting out of that life. There absolutely is. And I think that many people feel like there's no way out, but there actually is. And I want to talk about that toward the end of the show. But right now I want to go to 
the idea of changing the language is not pedophilia anymore. It's minor attracted person. I mean, just disgusting. Mm-hmm. And, and they're they trying to put these images in front of kids intentionally. And we have a video right now regarding a, a school board I want to get your reaction to. And the fact is that taxpayer money, I mean, what happened to separation of church and state? They would cry that all the time. And I'm not going to get into the whole what that actually meant and uh, what Thomas Jefferson actually meant in his letter to the Danbury Baptist and what the Danbury Baptist actually meant when they asked Thomas Jefferson if he was going to stay out of the church. I want to focus on the fact that they say they say this, but now it's it's being mainstreamed into our schools as curriculum funded by taxpayers. That is that is something that I I just I don't know how anybody can cancel. Um and this, you know, the school board, you know, they're complaining now about the LGBTQ flags being up and and whether they should be or not and I just want you to get your get your reaction and just get your take on this. Video, go ahead and roll that, Travis. Like a Trojan horse, you have allowed extremist entrance into our school. How is it possible that an anti-LGBTQ Christian nationals group designated as a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center is ghostwriting our library policy regulation by your invitation? Or how our now third legal counsel, Independence Law Center, whose mission statement is that, quote, marriage is between one man and one woman to align with God's design for sexuality, unquote. What a sham. So um, that sounds pretty anti-Christian to me. Go ahead. What's your take? I applaud everyone who who goes to these board meetings and stands up to these board members and actually reads that perverted filth that are in the children's books that are pornographic. Um, the only thing I can say is, is they're going to continue to keep pushing this. The board members really don't care. Uh, but organizations like massresistance.org and others have been able to fight off a lot of these board, um, been able to fight to have these books removed from the school system. So there has been some victory in that area, but for the most part, the school system has been infiltrated by liberals and they have admitted, you know, we have nine months to indoctrinate the children. That's why it's so important for parents to ask their children what they are learning. Even if they don't see books being brought home, the teachers and the counselors are being sneaky and doing things behind the parents' back, and they feel they don't have to tell them. You'd be alarmed at what's really going on behind that. I know we don't have time to go into that. I have a lot of that information on my website, georgecarneal.com. You can go there and check it out, exposing what's really going on in the public school system. But parents have got to fight back. I don't understand why there hasn't been a mass exodus of children from the public school system, especially by conservatives, patriots, and Christians. And I'm I'm calling for that right now. Again, if you have your kids in the government school system, get them out now. There's all kinds of options, Uh, homeschooling, private schooling, uh, great things like Freedom Project Academy, uh, ACE, a whole ton of options out there. You don't have to do it on your own. There is no reason we should be keeping our kids in in the government school system anymore. However, we should still continue to show up at the school board meetings because other kids are in there right now, and we are our brother's keeper. I, I want you, George, if you could take about two, two, three minutes, describe some of the content. I know we got to be careful because we're on the air, but describe some of the content that are in these books, even to, 
even to the age of, of kindergartners, who, which we'd think would be, that'd be off limits for talking about sex because they can't even, they don't even understand what Legos are and they can't really tie their shoes when they first get in kindergarten. They've got to learn how to tie their shoes. And here we are putting these images or these words in their, in their minds. Talk a little bit about some of the materials. Talk about what they're, what is actually happening. If you go to page two of my website, you'll actually see three or four links, which someone has taken the time to upload the photos. So not only can you read the graphic sex and the filth, but you can actually see the graphic cartoon photos depicting those acts. And I've seen the curriculum from K through 12, and every year they already have outlined what they are going to introduce each year so that by the time that kid ends up graduating from high school, they will have had 12 years of indoctrination of this filth. And even in elementary school, they are discussing anal and oral sex, masturbation, transgenderism, and homosexuality. And there's even a link to one um, teacher who had actually was had brought in uh, some LGBT counseling place. They brought in butt plugs, dildos. They're bringing in actual sex toys to show to these children. Sorry if that was off limits for your show, but this is what no, they're doing. It's, it's, just, it's reality. It's reality. We, and people need to hear it. People need to hear it. Mm-hmm. So I would, uh, I don't know what else to say other than, or if you go to Amazon, uh, you can actually see those books if you want to look at them yourselves or go to the library. But also on my website, I also have several uh, cartoon books of Satanism that they are co- giving out coloring books to children pushing Satanism as well. So this is the level of filth and perversion and just demonic stuff that's being pushed in the school system and just completely messing with these children's minds. What's so sad is these kids don't have enough sense to know if they are a boy or a girl, because a lot of trans individuals and gays and lesbians myself will tell you, we went through periods where we, thought maybe we were the opposite sex, but it was a phase and we pushed through it. So I thank God I didn't grow up in this culture or else I would be adamant to my parents that I was supposed to be a girl. It's it's just really sad how they are confusing the minds of these children. And a lot of them aren't really LGBT. The reason why they are identifying as LGBT is because that community will take all of the mutts, the outcasts, the losers, the freaks. So when you have children who don't belong in the school system, they're so desperately trying to find a place where they belong and the LGBT community will gladly accept them. And then they just buy into the doctor to the, to the agenda that they're pushing. Yeah. So in the last couple of minutes we have left, you know, where, what can people be doing and how how can people approach these things? Cause we want to approach in love, but we also don't want to give aid or compromise with sin. Let me put it this way. As long as you keep your eye focused on two things, I'm going to do what I can to protect these children in spite of whatever opposition I get. And also I answer to God, not people. As long as you have a reverential fear of God and you do what you know is right and you do whatever you can to get this filth out of the public school system. Again, what an adult at 18 years of age wants to do with his or her life, that's between them and God. But those children should be left alone. They should be focused on their ABCs and one, two, threes. They should not be given out, uh, be given uh, cross-sex hormones and uh, talking about cross-sex reassignment. 
this stuff has got to be pulled out of these uh, the public school system. We must fight against this because the children are being harmed and they are coming out so damaged that by the point they get out and they feel that they are transgender. And if you listen to those transgender individuals who are detransitioning and listen to their heartbreaking stories, you will understand that the whole thing is a lie. But at the end of the day, the doctors are getting rich and the children are being left to pick up the pieces of their shattered lives over this lie that you can change your gender. You can't. George Carneal, author of From Queer to Christ. Where can people go to find out more information about you and uh, also get your book? The book is From Queer to Christ. Uh, you can go to my website. Uh, you'll see lots of places where you can get it, but it is available on Amazon and the website's georgecarneal.com, carneal, N-E-A-L.com. And please pray for me. Pray for the ministry and pray that God will open more doors to sound the alarm in the churches and speakers, conferences and what have you, uh, because time is short. And and I'm trying to just get this message out there to the children that if you want to go down this path, let me tell you the reality of what that life is like and what you can expect. They are being lied to. They are. And George, we actually have an education summit coming up here in Spokane, Washington, right here at On Fire Ministries. I want to talk to you a little bit about that after the show, but really appreciate everything you're doing, uh, you know, bringing this to light, but also just bringing the great testimony of what Jesus Christ did through you and how it's not just changing your life, but it's changing many other people's lives as well. Thank you so much and keep up the fight. Thank you. GeorgeCarneal.com, author of From Queer to Christ, and again, GeorgeCarneal.com, just an amazing, but but also just, just clarity on this issue where a lot of confusion has come in on these different subjects. I want to end the show today by talking a little bit about some upcoming events here in Spokane, Washington with On Fire Ministries. Now, I'm we a lot of churches have been coming together. Again, it's not about one church or one person or anything like that. It's about the body of Christ coming together for this time. And we really need to be, uh, we really need to be sewing into each other. Uh, and we need to be wherever we can work together, be, be walking together. Right now, uh, we have a, a special event coming up toward the end of March. And I'm going to announce it on Thursday, I believe. But for anybody interested in being a part of the Education Summit coming up, March 24th, 1030 to uh, 1 o'clock, there is a FPIW Pastors Roundtable here. But also, March 25th, Family Policy Institute of Washington is doing the Education Summit right here at On Fire Ministries. So if you can make March 25th, please try to do that. We're going to have a lot of expert uh, speakers in here, panelists, um, talking about just kind of the different ways to approach things and and uh, some of the things that they're seeing coming down the pike, the anti-Christian rhetoric, um, just attacking Christians who are uh, schooling their own children. So again, March 25th, FPIW Education Summit right here at On Fire Ministries. Look forward to seeing everybody there. And then a little bit later, a little bit later, we're going to be having Passover here at On Fire Ministries. And that is coming On March 29th, we're going to do it a week early, 
March 29th. We're going to do Passover here at On Fire Ministries. More information coming out here in the next two days. So be watching for that. And it's a great opportunity to just see how the Old Testament talked about Jesus in so many different ways. And Passover is one of them. They were covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. Then they walked out of Egypt following the pillar of fire and the cloud. And the wealth of Egypt went with them. It is a beautiful picture about our walk with Jesus, salvation and walking in Christ, and then eventually walking in to the promised land. Also want to mention as well, if you're not following me on Twitter, at RepMattShea on Twitter, follow Twitter. I, I repost a ton of different things, retweet a ton of different things. If you want to know what's going on in the world, take a look at that. It's the fastest news um, out there right now. And just really appreciate you all. We love you all. This is Matt Shea. Thank you for joining me on Patriot Radio today. God bless you. And the awakening is here.